Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. I want to give a really quick shout out to one of my subscribers, TKC for Car. I really appreciated her suggestion to watch this episode that we're going to break down today, season six, episode nine of Sister Wives, Sister Wives on the Ropes. I've seen this episode before, but I was vacillating between reviewing this episode or the trip with Christine and the marriage therapist, Nancy, to Galveston. So this suggestion by my subscriber determined my fate that I would review the panel episode first. In this episode, the wives are going to go on panel at UNLV with anti-polygamists to speak about their lifestyle. One of the panelists opposing polygamy happens to be Christine's aunt, Kristen Decker, who left the lifestyle earlier on. And as we know, Christine is the first wife to leave Cody this season. And in this episode, she is hiding in the bathroom to avoid her aunt, Kristen Decker. And she married at 17, her aunt, and she was raised in the lifestyle. She married at age 17 and she left 33 years into her marriage when she decided she could no longer live polygamy at 50 years old. And I would hope that Christine has the support of her aunt now because I have a feeling that they could really relate to each other. And we already know that Christine's mom left polygamy as well and that Christine comes from a, ver- a family that is very prominent in the polygamous lifestyle and in the faith. And Kristen says that she was raised in polygamy and she believed that she had to do it. And she really wishes that she could kidnap Christine And she says that she really didn't have to do it. And she didn't know that she didn't have to live that way. She felt like she had to. And the panel is moderated by a professor who is really interested in the dynamics of the relationships and the complications that the polygamous lifestyle brings. And Kristen feels that polygamy is harmful. And there are people who are children who are raised in polygamy who feel totally against it on the panel. There is one young man named Willie who was raised in the Warren Jeffs FLDS cult. And he left with nothing other than his mom and her six daughters. And Kristen really, she sees Christine. She wants to hug Christine. She knows they have opposing views, but she loves her regardless. And this professor who has worked in the, within the polygamous communities, he has studied this basically for his whole career. And he says, everyone feels that the family's vitality, everyone he's interviewed, both men and women, countless hundreds, 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 thousands of people say who are involved in this, that everyone feels that the family's vitality of a polygamous family is successful, it depends on the husband, and most men can't do that. They can't handle that type of responsibility and those complex relationships. And the professor says, monogamous relationships are complicated, and polygamy is even more complex and heavily dependent on the behavior of the patriarch. The professor was really interested in the issues, how they are resolved, and why some families were more successful than others. Cody is concerned for the criticism and he feels that the ones who most defiantly oppose polygamy are those who left it and are antagonistic toward it based on their bad experiences. Christine is concerned about her aunt and she says it's hard to be open in public and she feels as though her aunt is fighting her and the opposition coming straight from her family hurts. Robin feels that they get ambushed by anti-polygamists all the time and they are closed-minded and they don't accept their story of successful polygamy, but they want everyone to accept their stories that are negative regarding the lifestyle. Aunt Kristen wants Christine to see polygamy that it can be dysfunctional. And Christine feels her aunt is against her, her family, her religion, her lifestyle. She's vocal showing people polygamy is abusive and Christine feels betrayed by this. 
Christina's come a long way. She's the first one to be leaving Cody, and she said last episode that she no longer believes in plural marriage. She has evolved so much and is so strong in knowing she deserves more. As far as polygamy as a faith choice or lifestyle choice, I always believe live and let live, provided no one gets hurt. I do believe in this case, Cody wanted to prove polygamy was functional and beneficial, and he's only shown over the seasons the dysfunction and the anguish and iniquity. I am sure there are patriarchs who practice a lifestyle fairly where each woman feels loved and supported and heard, but I do believe there must have been a man way back when who wanted to have his cake and eat it too without being accused of stepping out on his wife. Polygamy was a way to have multiple women and it feeds the ego nicely because it centers and hinges on the man who will lead the tribe and women who are put in a position to accept less than they deserve. The women also have to deal with knowing their husband has other options. If you don't obey, if you create a fuss, so it inherently is going to multiply the issues and foster a constant power struggle where, where if a woman is less than compliant or uses her voice, the leader can easily go to his other options and the women who obey get more. It fosters dysfunction. It fosters power struggles. And I'm sure the men get used to getting their way, which creates a feast for the ego because they want to be favored so they can feel secure. Humans by nature are competitive and it just fosters an ego-driven environment if the patriarch is a narcissist or has those tendencies. It fosters so many layers of manipulation and control. Robin says it's weird to sit there and defend her happiness. She feels her polygamous lifestyle is her happiness. Let's fast forward to now when Cody lives exclusively with her and says her home feels like his home and her kids feel like his kids and everyone does as Cody says, or they can go. And Robin sat her kids down and said, we do things Cody's way or you can go. And that's according to Cody. Is she happy because she knows she is the favorite wife who Cody truly wants to be with, who isn't his burden he feels stuck with. And because she gets to be the apple of his eye, she's happy. Or is she truly happy being a polygamist with her sister wives in this kind of a family? Because since Cody and her married, Cody has really made it clear in his soul he's a monogamist and everyone else has impeded what he really wants. I wonder how she would feel should Cody marry a fifth wife. One panelist discusses having to marry her second cousin and one of her half siblings from another mom had to marry another half sibling from the same father. I can't imagine the feelings of shame and the issues of self-worth associated with that. If incest of any type, cousins, half-siblings, produces kids, the children, whether healthy or not, will most likely struggle with the burden imposed on them of being a product of that. It feels so wrong and incredibly cruel. There seems to be no foresight at all, no emotional intelligence or moral fortitude to behave in these ways. And the women who are forced to marry with no say, I can't imagine the suffering. They are speaking out to help others, and it's hard to talk about the pain about it, and it's painful to relive whenever anyone has to speak about traumas. But these people who are anti-polygamy are really wanting to help the people who feel trapped in the lifestyle, who aren't choosing polygamy of free will, who aren't choosing their husbands willingly, who are indoctrinated to believe they must do this, they must live this way. For many of the women raised in this faith, heaven is as literal as the Starbucks across the street from me. Hell is as literal as going to the supermarket. Everything they learn about is to them 100% real, and they may suffer or be unhappy, but they believe with conviction. If I don't accept this, I'll go to hell. It's suffer or be unhappy, but they believe with conviction they must accept it. 
it's conditioning to accept less than what a human being deserves. There's a choice between taking this on as free will as responsible adults with every person willingly choosing or being forced into it, forced to live with it, believing there are no options. For people who are indoctrinated from birth, they literally believe what they are taught. Heaven is not a concept. Hell is not a concept. It's all absolute. So when these women or kids or even men leave polygamy, it must be so difficult to know the world as it is and to learn it as it is and to learn who you are within the world after you leave. The suffering, the wounds, the pain must be so great, so unbearable, so unimaginable. And I really have to give all of these people credit to want to help so much that they are willing to relive the pain and speak. Wow, my hat's off to them. I, for one, really admire it, and I know I'm not the only one. It's, it really is inspirational to see. And Cody says he knows bad things happen in polygamy and that these people have had a bad experience. He says they validated, they're sorry that it happened, it's a tragedy, but the people on the other side who are anti-polygamy will not validate that Cody and his wives are having a good experience in the lifestyle of polygamy. My, how the tables have turned. My, my, my. Cody just said recently, and I may be wrong, but I believe it is in season 16, episode 9, The Teflon Queen, that Cody and his wives are obstacles to what he really wants. And Robin is the only place that feels like home. Her kids are his kids. Christine is leaving. Mary has been downgraded to an acquaintance he will barely tolerate. Janelle he was upset with because she won't kick out her kids and obey him. So can he now say polygamy is a good experience for them, for all of them, collectively? Cody feels the anti-polygamists who are only denouncing it because they had a bad time, refused to acknowledge the positive polygamist experiences that exist within the culture. And Cody says he's not nervous. His wives are all anxious about the panel. Cody wants to separate his family from the polygamist stereotype of it being perceived as negative, abusive, manipulative, or associated with the FLDS cult with Warren Jeffs. Like the control, the shunning, the forced marriages, the child brides, the fraud, the abuse, and on and on and on. Cody says people want to say that all polygamists believe in a faith that is faulted, that women are weak, that men, the men are controlling. The typical assumptions people make when stereotyping the polygamist lifestyle. He believes he is different, his family is different, and there are others that are good examples of the polygamist lifestyle. Christine says that people are angry with the lifestyle because they see the negative stuff portrayed in the media and that that negative stuff is stuff that even makes her angry. But that 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 abuse that is shown in the media, like the Warren Jeffs cult and all that stuff, has nothing to do with polygamy, with the lifestyle choice. Last episode, Christine actually has denounced polygamy officially, so this episode really shows her evolution. Christine says the media talks about the child abuse and the child marriages, and that is not polygamy, but people tend to lump it all together. And they get to the debate, they all sit separately from the anti-polygamist portion of the panel while waiting for the panel to begin. Christine doesn't feel ready to see her aunt. Robin says they have been dealing with this anti-polygamist wave of hate their whole lives. Cody says family members tell them they'll go to hell for practicing polygamy. Or there are people who wouldn't even associate with the family until they were sure Cody wasn't some type of pervert. Christine hid in the restroom to avoid her aunt, and her aunt is outside, um, and Christine had fear that they were going to confront her, so she waited in the bathroom. I would have just been respectful and said hello and went on with my business. I'm not really sure why Christine couldn't just have diplomacy with the other panelists, whether they are for polygamy or not. People with opposing views can still respect each other and agree to disagree. I wouldn't have hid, but Christine has come a long way, and she probably felt attacked and she shut down. 
Robin and Mary go to the bathroom to get Christine as the panelists were speaking outside the door. It was very junior high. And as I wrote that, when I unpaused to type out my script, uh, Colleen, one of the panelists, said the exact same thing. And I just laughed. So I wanted to give her credit for that. Uh, Christine doesn't like confrontation. She shuts down. And the sister wives and Cody, they do a prayer before they head to the panel. Janelle says that public speaking feels like walking to your execution. When you fast forward to the current season, I really love seeing Janelle assertive and communicating, especially during the scene where they discuss not sticking around for Thanksgiving or following Cody's extra pandemic regimen that is more stringent than the CDC. In the end, she walks away and says, fuck you. And that was one of the moments I was proudest of Janelle. I loved that moment. I mean, I was so amazed. I love seeing these women grow to the point where they see things as they are and they aren't just acquiescing to Cody's every whim. They even refuse. What a change. I think soon it'll be Cody and Robin and Mary, the family friend they tolerate on Coyote Pass. Mary says that her mom decided to follow plural marriage when she was a baby and her mother made the choice. Janelle grew up LDS in the mainstream Mormon faith and they do not practice polygamy. She says she met a guy who introduced her to Mary and Cody and the family, and they were her novel polygamist friends. But what she's not saying here is that guy that she met was her first husband, who was Mary's brother that introduced her to Cody's family. Mary was her sister-in-law, and later she divorced Mary's brother and married Cody and became Mary's sister wife. So the person, that guy, was her first husband, Adam, who was Mary's brother. Christine had two moms and she was raised in polygamy and she was raised in fear and that told if people found out about this, that they live plural marriage, that her dad would be incarcerated. And so she always uh, was afraid of that. And Robin says that she fell in love with the whole family and she's happy. They're not perfect, but what family is. Cody says that plural marriage isn't easy. It's a challenge and a blessing. He feels lucky to be able to marry all the women that he loves. Well, not Mary. When asked about Mary this season at the tell-all, he said there is nothing there. They don't need to mention it to the host, knowing Mary will see this later. Cody tells the opposition that they are painting them through their bad experiences. One young man who was raised in it says it was hell. He says if one mom was jealous of another mother, they would take it out on that mother's children. I find that interesting. This season, we see that when Cody is having a rocky relationship with a wife, he extends that into his kids with that wife. He emotionally will neglect the kids and let that bad relationship with the wife seep into his relationships with his kids from that wife. And that emotional neglect and abuse is so painful and incredibly detrimental to a child's self-worth and sense of self. I really believe plural marriage is inherently ego-driven and it promotes competition. The woman's worth comes from the attention they get from the husband and the status the husband gives them. The more they obey, the more present the husband is. The less they obey, the more difficult they are, the less present the husband is. So it seems to be a constant struggle to maintain status to be able to get the crumbs of what you deserve. And if you aren't willing to play that game and cook a feast for the patriarch's ego, the kids suffer and it seems to be a breeding ground for all types of emotional neglect and manipulation and abuse. We see that now as Cody focuses on Robin and her kids and he calls all of her kids his, but with the other wives who do not blindly obey, he extends the bitterness towards the wives into how he will treat the kids, how present he will be, how much attention and investment they will get. 
Cody insists he won't be brushed with the broad brush of the bad side of polygamy, but the paint is all over his shirt and all over the walls of the homes he says no longer feel like his. Can Cody still say the polygamy he practices is still separate from the bad in polygamy, that it is good and safe and loving? Can he still make the distinction that he not be painted with the broad brush? This young man on the panel speaks of his experience having a father who was never around. One young lady says the sister wives aren't friends, they hate each other. Essentially, she is saying they're, they're in perpetual competition for crumbs. And if one of the sister wives is a babysitter for another wife, they hate they will take out that hatred on the kids with abuse. Not only the other moms, but the kids of the moms as well. Christine Ahn says her heart was broken as she watched her husband date and marry another wife, and she felt pain and suffering while they were away on their honeymoon. And when they returned and she heard things, she felt she would die. She became suicidal. When you love a person and you make a life, the pain of having to accept them with that newer wife and love them and focus on the newer wife and only tolerate you while your love is unwavering, I can ima imagine that feeling, feeling like a knife to the heart every day. Absolute torture. I really respect this woman for speaking out on how she felt. It takes a lot of courage. Christine has a lot of anxiety about facing her aunt. She says she doesn't know how to treat her aunt, and she says hi to her. She says she remembers her well. She remembers her husband that she was just speaking of, and Christine refers to her aunt as sweetheart. I found that a tad condescending. Then she says her husband wasn't a nice man, and that's why her situation didn't work out well. Her aunt says that she is happy, Christine is happy, and her family is an anomaly because there are so many heartbreaking stories in polygamy. Robin interjects that Christine's aunt has also heard a lot of good stories. And Christine's aunt Kristen said she only talked to one person who said that they were happy in polygamy before. Robin says, who you marry makes a huge difference in what your experience of polygamy is. This harkens back to what the professor said, that he has interviewed men and women in polygamy and they all agree that for polygamy to work, it centers on what type of man the husband is. Fast forward to today. Back when the women all defended Cody as it hinging on the man, that Cody is a good man, that all the anti-polygamists have had been unfortunate in picking the man they live polygamy with, that they were unfortunate in picking the wrong man, Cody this season, we see, has systematically alienated and targeted his wives. He emotionally neglects and abandons. He creates very orthodox rules, and if they are not obeyed, he calls that disrespect and a lack of loyalty to him. He then neglects the kids based on the wives' levels of loyalty or, in his definition, blind obedience. Then he stops the sex completely, giving the wives no say with the option to accept a marriage of acquaintances with no intimacy and a man who isn't present, just phoning it in. Robin says it depends on the type of man. I think we see that Cody is the exact type of man these anti-polygamists ch had chosen, and it, it's interesting to see the wives differentiate Cody, that it works because he is good, when now we see the rug pulled, mask off Cody, and he happens to be the same stereotype of those men he shamed those women for marrying. He may not do culty stuff or child brides or physical abuse, but we can see the emotional abuse, the control, the demand for blind obedience, the demand to constantly jack off his ego. These marriages have now become nuisances and obstacles to him, and he has tried systematically to push the women out. Mary will die on the cross. The rest will go. Even Robin eventually, because when the little ones grow up, he will push her too far as his ego will need more and more feast after feast after feast. 
and she won't be able to do it anymore. She won't need the security to raise her kids in. He'll be the one left standing alone with the prairie dogs and the prairie dog plague and the drainage ditch slash pond everyone is vying for on Coyote Pass. Sobbin' Robin is doing her fake tears, and she talks about how her mom speaks of her amazing relationships with her sister wives and how amazing that is. And one panelist points out that even in monogamy, it would matter what type of husband you marry. So there isn't like a magic formula for polygamy being good just because Cody is good. Cody says their experience isn't the panelist's experience of polygamy, and he seems very smug about it. Let's remember this season, him saying his wives are obstacles to him really living as he wants in peace. Basically with Robin, basically with only the wives and the kids who will obey him. They will never be happy. Christine left and denounced polygamy, so I'd say that aged poorly. It really hits home how much two of Cody's wives have grown, Janelle and Christine. During the questions portion of the panel, one woman asks how many kids Cody has. Cody responds 17. And she asks if Cody is emotionally active and present with all of his kids as best as he can be. And his response leaves much to be desires. He said he is as active as anybody else that he knows is involved in their kids' lives, whether monogamous or plural. He doesn't really answer yes with enthusiasm. We know he isn't actively involved now. He said recently he's helped he will help any kid who follows his rules. Any kid who doesn't follow his rules, he can't help. We know he has been at Robbins for eight months straight during the pandemic, and he used to call Gabe regularly, and that has stopped. Gabe has begged to maintain a relationship, and Cody gave him absolutely nothing back. It was heartbreaking to watch. We also know he asked Janelle to kick Gabe and Garrison out because they're 18, and he did all he could for them and it's during the pandemic, and he said because they had jobs and Gabe had a girlfriend, even though Janelle followed CDC guidelines because she wouldn't follow Cody's orthodox C-19 regimen of the kids staying home 24-7 penned up in the house, that Cody refused to go to Janelle's for the majority of the eight months, and he spent that continuously at Robin's house. And when Isabel had life-threatening surgery, initially he suggested she travel to New Jersey alone, and she was a minor at the time. And then he called Christine, accompanying her for the surgery. He called it a vacation, that she went to New Jersey with her for a vacation. He refused to leave Robbins or attend the surgery. And he was the first person that Isabel asked for after anesthesia. And Cody made an effort to persuade her not to do the surgery at all by mentioning the ugly scar she'd be left with. Even though her scoliosis curve was so severe, she was in constant unbearable pain and it threatened her health. Would that suggest Cody doing his best to be present and emotionally active with all of his kids? Would that suggest Cody being as emotionally involved as any other parent he knows, monogamous or otherwise? I think not. One panelist says the culture is filled with poverty, unhappiness, and poor education for children. Cody thinks that that's unfair and unjust to say that polygamy is evil because evils happen to her in polygamy. He, he keeps trying to really discount the experiences of the people who were involved in polygamy and now oppose it, minimizing the truth and the suffering that they feel. He says monogamists have abuse, other lifestyles and societies and religions have abuse, as if because there is abuse in many other facets of life, it makes abuse in polygamy acceptable or something that happens everywhere, so here it's okay too. He's trying to minimize these people's experiences to push his agenda. Christine's aunt says abuse is huge within polygamous society. Cody says that to be fair, you can't broad brush it and his family can't be painted through the other panelists' bad experiences.
The anti-polygamists explain they aren't specifically referring to the Brown family as bad. And Robin says that, and she insists that the panelists did mean them specifically when she said that the sister wives hate each other. And the anti-polygamy panelist Robin is fighting with looks like she's in high school, high school aged. And Robin only seems concerned to push her agenda versus really considering the feelings of someone who was victimized within the lifestyle. One lady says that Cody increases his tone of voice and the women look to him for permission to speak. And she wants to know as a woman, financially, if the woman can leave Cody and care for their kids independently of him. And if Cody has to give permission with the money. And Janelle says that she has her own bank account and her own income. Mary says that she chose to marry Cody and she looks to him because she loves him and she's anxious to know his opinion and she's anxious to get the mic and to speak. Christine says that she understands people's concern because they only see the stereotypes in the media and that Cody has said, if you're unhappy, I will financially support you. You can have money. Money is no problem if that's what holds you back. You can go. And if you no longer want polygamy, polygamy if money holds you back he's more than happy to provide money and he will give them their freedom one panelist says but you aren't free to have your husband be next to you every night it's funny that she mentioned that because cody has decided with mary and christine that he's never going to have a sexual relationship anymore with them that that is done and that it is not up for discussion on their part he dictated no more sex ever the wives are not even given e their equal time or intimacy if Cody decrees he doesn't want to anymore. That was what made Christine decide no more when Cody let her know they would not be having sex. She wanted a full marriage, so she left. She chose freedom. She chose to have what she deserves. Cody is frustrated and Robin says it became more confrontational when they began addressing the panelists directly during the questioning. Mary says that it's really liberating that they don't have to have sex with him every night. Interesting that during part one of the tell-all, Mary revealed that they haven't had sex in over 10 years. And this panel episode was filmed in 2013, so nine years ago. She admitted now, today, in 2022, that she desires intimacy. But Cody refuses. Christine St. Kristen points out that she is in a monogamous marriage and she doesn't have to have sex each night with her husband either. And he isn't sleeping with another woman in another bed when she decides she doesn't want to. He's still with her, so it's not really freedom that they get. One panelist says that their family, the Brown family, is special or unique in polygamy, but it's akin to a drunk driver who drives and happens to make it home safe. It happened to turn out fine, but it's definitely not recommended. Robin insists that there are more families like theirs in polygamy and that their family really isn't unique, but that most polygamists don't come forward. And all that is typically seen is the Warren Jeff stereotype or the negative examples. So it's seen as just bad when it's not solely a negative thing. I personally think, in my opinion, that it promotes the worst in human nature. The ego, patriarchy, control, jealousy, competition, issues with self-worth. And in some cases, I'm sure it could go okay and not be catastrophic. Sure. I mean, it's a possibility. I'm sure there are some families that live polygamy for a lifestyle choice or a faith-based choice or for both, and it goes just fine. But provided everyone is a willing participant of age who willingly want to do it, and provided everyone isn't getting hurt or being manipulated or controlled, and that everyone is getting what they deserve. And I believe everyone should be free to live as they like, but I also do believe that polygamy inherently doesn't foster autonomy and equality within the families 
or within the relationships. And I think it must be a constant struggle fighting for crumbs and obeying blindly to fill the whole of attention and love the wives vie to fill. And the patriarch can use that need and desperation as a way to maintain power and manipulate and control, all ultimately feeding the man's ego. The professor says of all the polygamists he studied, 30% have a satisfactory marriage, another 35% have serious issues, but do their best, and another 35% are completely dysfunctional. He asks how it squares with monogamy and suspects monogamy is similar in that respect. Christine's aunt asks Robin if she would leave if she no longer believes in the religion. And Robin said if she no longer felt happy and no longer had the religious conviction, she would leave. And then she says, do not make me a victim, sweetie. One panelist asks if his motive to, if Cody's motive to live polygamy was religion. Cody says it began to live his religion, but he would do it all over again because he loves all four of these women who are his wives and his kids. Christine says the panel was awful. Mary wished that it would have been less of a debate and more of a discussion. Aspen reflects that the anti-polygamists didn't see their side, but her parents didn't see that the anti-polygamists were only referring to their personal experiences and not necess necessarily particularly referencing the Brown family. Robin was angry because she realized the truth would not be heard, and Cody says it's sad they couldn't all agree to disagree. The professor says the families that did work from his studies were all economically well off, the husband worked hard on trying to manage his affection, and if he had a favorite wife, he didn't show it. And the third factor, and the most important, and what he learned from the Browns was that the sister wives had to be friends. They had to become friends. And all the sister wives and Cody agree it was bad, and Cody says he melted down. And Robin says she doesn't think so, that his beliefs were under attack, and he stood up for his beliefs, and she was proud of him. Looking at what the professor said, that the husband in a successful plural marriage doesn't show extra affection or make a favorite wife clear. From day one, we have seen Robin and Cody talk of being soulmates in season one, and slowly his relationships change to the point where all the kids and all the wives are now open in season 16 about Robin being the favorite. And Cody has said, that's his home. Those are his kids. Robin's house is his home. Robin's kids are his kids. And he has systematically drove out Christine with emotional manipulation and a refusal for intimacy. He did it with Mary, but Mary refuses to leave. Cody admits that his wives are obstacles to what he wants and he has lived exclusively at Robin's. So we have really seen the fabric of the family fray as Cody essentially began living in monogamy with Robin using the pandemic as an excuse. And this started really, I think, with Robin enter entering the family and even before that. I really feel that Cody is systematically really trying hard to push his wives out because he even said in the tell-all when he was asked, you know, uh, do you think that this is something that you would accept in a marriage, you know, just being an, an acquaintance in a sexless marriage and just being part of a family with really no emotional intimacy, no communication, no uh, physical intimacy. And he said, it's not something I would accept. It's not something anyone should accept. And he, he made it clear that based on his religion, he cannot divorce his wives, but his wives can choose to leave him. So he's basically making it clear that this is his plan all along. He's definitely used C-19 as an excuse to live exclusively with Robin. And he has definitely made very, very, very stringent rules that only Robin is willing to obey. And he even says Robin's kids respect him and they adhere to his wishes and that Robin is a loyal one who will follow him. And he won't participate with the wives and kids who won't 
follow him blindly, and he will set extra obstacles as punishment for disloyalty, like no sex, emotional neglect, emotional abandonment. Robin is the favored wife. She gets his favor and presence 100%, and he withholds from those who he knows vie for equal presence and equal time, and he takes it too far trying to push them to acquiesce or leave, and he uses Robin as an example to the other wives, speaking of her level of respect and loyalty that the other wives refuse to do. Polygamy seems to promote control and manipulation, and what Cody doesn't see is he's the one painting himself with that brush with his abusive and narcissistic behavior. That brings us to the end of the episode. I enjoyed rewatching this episode thoroughly, and I saw a lot, a lot of observations. And I'd love to know your thoughts down below on what you've observed about the family dynamic, about anything you want, about the Brown family, about sister wives. And I'm so intrigued by all of the family dynamics. It is so complex. Thanks for watching Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. Please comment, like, share, and subscribe. See you guys Sunday for part two of the tell-all. I cannot wait. See you guys later. Bye.